Hey, welcome back to Nephis Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And Daryl, I think I figured out the audio issue that I've been having lately with the with the echo. I think I talked about it last week, but I got it all sussed out this week. So if you guys are listening and you hear the difference, like I hear the difference, please let me know. Um, it means I did it right. So awesome. Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about the voices in your head. No, 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 no. Those are my best friends, and I would never do running anything. Running through to my get head, running through my head, running through my head. No, it's I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. Yeah. I know. I was just saying running through my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this week we are going to do just a quick thing. This this was a news story last week, but um, we just, with the 400th episode, there wasn't room for it. But we're going to talk about the state of the MCU TV all these things that are pushed back, things that are allegedly canceled, lots of rumors. But at the end of the day, there's only one MCU show coming out for the rest of the year, it looks like. Um, we're going to review Ahsoka Episode 4, Heels Episode 6, and then we have a couple WB News Bites, which just kind of around, just like just some stuff um, and and all that. So, D, how you doing, buddy? It's, as we're recording this, it's a couple hours before Saturday football starts, so I'm doing well. Doing very well. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, and, and, I, and again, on Thursday, the, the nemesis, nemesis of the Bengals in the playoffs, Kansas City, went down, so... So, yeah, just real quick about that. So being being someone who is neither a Bengals fan nor like a Chiefs or Lions fan or anything, um, I can say that it was a really good game. Um, yeah, very good game. Kadarius Toomey, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Giants, for trading him. Um, as a Giants good fan. Good God, man. The, like the, the meme with him with the cinder blocks for hands, uh, I might <laughs> I might get that blown up into a poster. So I like the one with Daniel Kalua, like <laughs> yeah, Daniel uh, Pat Mahomes looking at Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's so funny, like how like okay, so we're we're biased, like we don't hide our biases about the stuff that we talk about, right? right. Um, but it's really funny that you brought up the Lions game because we were talking about this before we went on air. Mike Tirico from ESPN said that the Chiefs game needed to have an asterisk because they were missing two players. Well, you know, you can't help it that Travis Kelsey's a pussy. And you can't help it that their best defensive lineman wants to get paid and is sitting out. That has nothing. Yeah. That is not an asterisk, right? Um, that is you have a greedy motherfucker and a pussy. So, you know, a woke-ass little bitch. This and, is the and, thing. And, and Travis Kelsey. So, you know, you can't wrap it up, dude. Put some KT tape on it and get out there. You make millions of dollars. No, put some tussing on it. Yeah. throw Yeah. Like Chris Rock said, throw some tussing on it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like anytime you say something like that, and again, I'm. By the way, I'm being completely facetious. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. But the, any, yeah, but, but the point you're, you're talking about somebody saying an asterisk because two players were missing. And like I said, Kansas City beat the Bengals by like a couple points last mm-hmm. year in Kansas City when the Bengals didn't have one didn't have a chance to better their record because the Bills game was right. canceled, and two they were playing with three backup linemen due to injury. So is that an asterisk because Pat Mahomes beat a Bengals team where Joe Burrow didn't have the protection that he should have had? Yeah, no, it's not. It's just stupid. It's so, just dumb. the only asterisk that is there. And again, as a non-Bengals fan, the Bengals got screwed. The Bills got screwed too, but the Bills yeah, definitely did, they did. would have lost that game in Cincinnati because oh like, they absolutely you know, would have lost. Um, yeah. But then that like you know this season, if it plays out the way it did, the Bengals have the tiebreaker. They had the tiebreaker over over Kansas City anyway, just because they played one less game. Like it was, it was the the NFL screwed the city of Cincinnati over. They screwed them out of millions of dollars. Um, and if you want to say there's an asterisk that belongs on anybody, it's Pat Mahone's like set, that's like his uh it's like his Disneyland bubble championship, LeBron. I was about to say it's like the bubble. <laughs> so um but yeah, I mean we're not a sports podcast, obviously, but like we both love yeah. sports. Um yeah. but so to my point though, it's just this partisanship that's like seeked into everything. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, just shut up. Just like it was I'm a so- great game. Like okay. um like all these people are like, oh, well, Colorado might be uh, in line for the national championship. No, because Slow they don't. Down. They don't have a defense. 
Like they don't have a TCU's they, they have TCU's no. star defensive player came out and was like, I am embarrassed. Like we did not show yeah. up to play. It's like neither defense showed up to play. No. Colorado is not going to get that level of a sieve every week. Yeah. And and that's you're you're absolutely right with like the I mean, we see partisanship in politics, we see it in sports, we see it in entertainment where people will die to defend something like some people died to defend Star right. Wars and MCU like it is now. Yeah. And it's it's my my thing is like to end this with the sports thing. I'm so tired of announcers being on players jock straps. Well, I'm, I'm so, so tired, tired of ex players being announcers because they they just so, are like Michael Michael Irvin is just completely loyal to the Cowboys. He picked them to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they've already been mathematically eliminated. Yeah. Well, you know, Eastern Carolina yeah. Yeah, for example, an Eastern Carolina writer last week, because he's a writer for Eastern Carolina, he said, I can't pick against my team, so I'm picking Eastern Carolina to beat Michigan. That's ridiculous. So, like, dude, Didn't they really? lose like 45 to 10 or something like that? No, it was 30 to 3, oh. and they kicked the field goal with no time left on yeah. the clock to prevent being shut out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so I'm, I'm prefacing all this, because like we are talking about stuff that we've been really down on lately and i i want to point out like this is not necessary this is not for me like especially with ahsoka is not partisan and it is the fact that i hold star wars to a higher standard uh ahsoka is actually one of my favorite characters i've got like a really <clears throat> bomb ass ahsoka statue oh, that, yeah. i've got the hot yes. toy you know I, i'm like sitting behind me right now at my desk in the nerd in studio 2.0 you're an ahsoka is my, stand. i am and yeah, like I'm gonna say some things that are probably gonna make people mad this week. Um, like and like the guys from Echo Base Network, like they they came out and they, they the coach gave it a bad review. Like he didn't like the episode because of the way it ended, right? And, and we'll get deeper into this, but like, dude, don't ever say you're sorry. And for Star Wars theory to come out and say you're not a George Lucas fan to him, it's like fuck you. You don't own Star Wars, dude. You I was going to say, you're not you, the arbiter have, of what you, you Star know, Wars is. You make fun fan fictions. I like your videos. I actually like him. If I met him as a person, I think we'd probably get along. We'd probably hit the gym. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, stop, stop, stop. Everybody's allowed to have an opinion, okay? we, are, You and I are going yeah. to greatly disagree about this episode. Like, I don't think so. I mean, not greatly, greatly, but like, you know, I, I did change my score a little bit because we talked before we went on but yeah. you know i i still went as think, high as i could possibly be. yeah yeah and that's fair and and again i think we go back and forth with this stuff as far as what we rate stuff because a lot of times we have the same issues it's just we weigh them differently sometimes yeah, right because i guarantee you we're gonna have the same issues on when we talk about this episode mm -hmm. but it's just the things that i really liked i really 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 liked so that yeah i kind of gave it yeah. a little bit but like again you have an opinion you stand by your opinion. Yeah. Like no matter who you, who you are, and, right. and again, I, sometimes opinions are more emotional. Well, unfortunately, most of the time, well, and opinions are typically emotional. Well, so uh, that is that is true. So with stuff like this, it's fine to be you know yeah. emotional and why you. And again, it's it's a difference between something you you arguing something is good versus arguing that you like something. There's a big difference. I, I will say there are things I absolutely love, and if I'm objective about it, they are not that good. Right, right. So awesome. I can make that distinction. Everybody yeah. can't necessarily. Right. No, and, and you and can like, make that distinction. I, so here's the thing. There's a like. There's a like. I'm going to use Need for Speed as an example. The movie, right? Need for Speed is a objectively bad movie. It makes zero sense. It's just kind of dumb. It's shot really well. You know, it looks great. There's not a lot of substance to it, but I enjoy it. Same thing with uh, Premium Rush with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I like yeah. watching people ride bikes. You know, oh. <laughs> you know, it, it's <laughs> like I mean, th that's why I like that movie. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but at, at the end of the day, like, yes, I'm never going to argue with somebody like this is a great movie. It's like, no, I like this movie. It's dumb. I like to put it on in the that's, background, and you know, that's why I usually say I love this movie because that is more accurate than. I think that was a great movie. Yeah. I mean, some movies are great and I love. Some movies are great and I'll never watch again. Sure. So. Like Oppenheimer. Yeah. So. Right. 
anyway, all right, we've we've been we've been going on long enough. Um, so hopping right into it, uh, the writer strike is is just having more more casualties, Daryl. Ca- yeah. Casualties like you wouldn't just believe like on the sidewalk, um, holding in their guts as they're just getting spilled out. Just so. Um, <laughs> So Warner Brothers came out today, Warner Brothers Television, um, and they've they've started suspending overall deals with um, showrunners. So an overall deal, um, if you don't know, is when a studio comes to an, a creator or an actor or something and we're like, here, we're giving you this holding deal. We're paying you for the next 8, 12, 52 weeks, whatever it is, so that we can create something for you or that we get the first look of whatever you create next. Um and in the case of Warner Brothers Television, they have a lot of these. Um, they actually had just signed Greg Berlanti to a new, like they had up, updated or upped Greg Berlanti's overall, uh, which makes zero sense with how the CW yeah, stuff turned everything. into failures. Yeah. Um, yes. But so, so far, like, so they've they've suspended or, or canceled Greg Berlanti. Um, Bill Lawrence, the, um, the creator of Scrubs, Ted Lasso, um, Undateable. Uh, Mindy Kaling, uh, which hopefully that means Velma season two is done, is not going to oh, be God. a thing. JJ uh, Abrams, Bad Robot, is in the process of being notified that they're they're going to be um, suspended. Um, and Chuck Lorre from Two and a Half Men, and I think did he do Big Bang Theory too? Yes. So um, so yeah so uh, he his was suspended back in May. But I mean, the, this is because of the writer's strike. Now, what's funny is you have some of these people like uh, Greg Berlanti and I forget the oh, um, Ryan Murphy from from um, oh, he did, Nip uh, Tuck uh, and, uh, and uh, American Horror do, Story. Uh, Glee, yeah, and Glee. Like, so they actually actually created a fund for the people on their current shows who like you know like writers and stuff for you know, like $500,000 funds that they could dip into for rent and, and whatever, things like that. But a, as this is going on, like there are more and more writers and, and actors who are, are going to need to either go find something else to do or, you know, really push their union to, to you know, make concessions. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, I... You know, I mean, I am I am not on the side of the writers and the actors when it comes to this current strike. I, I think they're they're asking for like the the things I agree with, like the AI stuff and you uh, know yeah. getting paid more. But like for the writers, having a staffed writing room with like diversity quotas is not okay. Like because you, if that's the case, the, like the show White Lotus, um, Mike White, the guy who writes the show, the showrunner, he writes every episode. We never would have gotten something as cool as Mr. Robot if it wasn't for, oh God, I can't remember his name now. Who did that? Um, but so, yeah, it, but I mean, these showrunners, like, yeah, it, it's, it's weird. And then the other thing now is the Writers Guild is trying to convince the streamers to uh, separate from the Producers Guild and stuff like that. It's just, it's so funny what's happening. Um yeah. You know, at, at the end of the day, though, here's the thing is the streamers need the studios. They need the producers like mm-hmm. because the streamer like, you know, they're, they're going out and buying this other stuff. Um, but I don't know. I just find it really interesting. Um, it, it's I'm really it's going to be really interesting. Like 2025. Yeah. Now, it does say that a couple of these deals are uh they're just suspended. they're more suspended, yeah. kind of like wrestling. Like when you have a contract with wrestling and then you get hurt, usually, however long you're out right. with, with some of these guys, it gets tacked on to the end of where, say, you were supposed to end in June, and yeah. but you were out six months. Yeah, so it's good, it's June to December. To December. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But um, but at the same time, I mean, this is going to be a very interesting. Like, it, we're not going to see the effect this year. We're not going to see the effect next. No, year. we're going to right. see the effect in 2025, and we're yes. we're going to see what happens. Right. But here's the thing. If studios keep pushing stuff back like they're doing, like with Dune and some of these other movies and stuff like that, they're not going to have anything at all for 2024 yeah. at the end. Or, yes. you know, it's just not – it's not going to – Because it yeah. – you know, it, it, it's in on the surface, you get – I was going to joke like, oh, this is almost like they didn't learn from 2020. Yeah. But this is actually worse because in 2020, at least they could say at, at one point, the theaters were temporarily closed. 
and you know they were limiting stuff there's no limiting things right now in theaters or so to your point about not having anything in the bucket like down the road that's what yeah that's absolutely going to happen and like like you said i i that's one of the things i i agree with there are a couple yeah. things that i've heard and read that i absolutely am behind the writers on particularly ai and some of the stuff as far yeah. as getting your likeness, likeness. and then being yeah. able to keep that in perpetuity mm. absolutely not right. everything else uh, you know you all are Y'all are digging your own grave because people are going to find out, oh, guess what? There are other things I can do. And they are not. I think Hollywood is it's so arrogant. They believe they're, you know, that, you know, the adage is too big to fail. And it's don't forget what happened to baseball. Right. Baseball was on the verge of absolutely being a forgotten sport. Oh, in, in 1994 like, with in, their strike. Yeah. Yes. And what yes. saved it? And them allowing steroids. Like the Sammy thing they Sosa, vilified the whole... Steroids. Yes. Just steroids in general. And saved that's, baseball. Yes. Absolutely did. It, there's no question. And, and to be honest, Tom Glavin and Greg, Mad Greg Maddox chick-sting the long ball commercial. Chick-sting the long ball. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean, that that's enough on, on that really. But um, – you know, it's still interesting to see this happening. And, you know, it's funny if you – so um, this article's from Deadline. You can go – in the comments, there's a, there's someone who's talking about how they're they're trying to bust up all the unions by holding out and not negotiating. And it's like, no, they don't want to overpay for the crap that they get now. Right. Plain and, and they, simple. And they should. Yes. Right. 100%. So, like right. I said, if you are good at your job, you absolutely 1,000% deserve to get – paid Absolutely. because you're good at your job like you know do you deserve residuals for something that lost a hundred million dollars no that that's i mean no, i think I, that's a valid question again, again i will never bemoan the fact that a player or an actor or whatever you know ceo that does a great job like objectively a great job gets paid a lot of money right it's just those people that think they deserve that money but they don't they don't show the results. Right. That's the people yeah. where I'm like, no, no, you don't deserve that. So. Yep. All right, let's move on. Um, all right, so this comes from Inside the Magic, um, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with I am I'm not a huge fan of the Inside the Magic site, um, yeah, but they're like I feel like this is a hit piece, like a, a mainstream media or legacy whatever corporate media hit piece for Max. Uh, the headline is Max Streaming Service in Shambles. Warner Brothers offloads Batman, Aquaman, and more. Um, so it says here, Max, the streaming content arm of Warner Brothers Discovery, is falling apart, and Batman, Aquaman, and the DC Universe as a whole are paying for it. There's no secret that Warner Brothers Discovery has been struggling the last year under the leadership of David Zaslov. The company has careened from one disaster to another, including the controversy over the mass deletion of completed movies like Batgirl and the rocky bug-like filled transition from HBO Max to Max. All right, here's the thing. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery, has a ton of cash right now. They have a bunch of debt, but they're, they're sitting on a lot of money um, because of like Barbie and some yeah. of the other things. But DC has a lot. DC is what's in shambles. Not Warner Brothers, yeah. not David Zaslav. Well, all right. And I oh, will sorry, say I, I I will say this though because like in one in ways they are inextricably linked as far as when you're talking about the movies mm -hmm. go and some of the decision making as far as because that is true what he said about the you know that transition from HBO Max to Max sucked I didn't have any they issues are, well I mean just like and no, I know it, so not, anecdotally I didn't I, see any of that. I, I don't when I say bucks. when I say transition, I don't necessarily mean bug because I didn't have any issues either. I'm talking about like, when you're talking about the way HBO Max was presented. You're talking about the UI. All that stuff was it, it needed it needed a lot of help. Mm -hmm. But so they're they're I think they're kind of conflating two different things in this in this article, and we'll go more into it because. Yes, Warner Brothers Discovery has not had a good track record as it pertains to some of their movies. Right. That does not sure. mean 
the streaming service is in shambles. And then, yeah, so continue, because we'll get more into this. And I, I don't, it's like, I don't think you're understanding the 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 true details of everything right that's what that's what this article comes across as. And, and and so here's the thing it's like they're talking about how like uh prime has space odyssey masters universe um the born masters. franchise huh no i i just oh. laugh when i saw that oh, when yeah. it said masters of the universe <clears throat> yeah I yeah like he that called movie. it a cult cult classic it is not a cult it's classic. terrible it's awful it's terrible movie. um it's awful and it says here however amazon did not advertise with sharp-eyed subscribers soon spotted pretty much all dc movies are now streaming on prime video it means that warner brothers discovery is now licensing some of its most prominent profitable and best comment to competitors okay this was written by a guy named nathan kamal uh or kamala k-a-m-a-l kamal um Nathan is a Chicago-based writer and comic who enjoys cooking, hanging out with his cat, and seeing as many movies as possible. Nathan obviously does not know that Harry Potter comes off Prime every six months and makes the rounds to all the other streaming platforms. Yes. And has done so since HBO Max was a thing. Yeah, it absolutely has. 100%. And that's Disney's, not the, like- Disney's biggest problem is they don't make money off of licensing things anymore. Mm-hmm. To to license the Batman to other platforms, they're getting hundreds of millions of dollars. They have to be. This is a, this is the thing. If you're going to license a big property like this, you're going to get more of that cash than you would people subscribing to see that. This is why that Netflix was thing. so successful because they license things so well, right? Back yeah. in the day. And this is why this is why we're in the situation that we're in right now. Everybody got so jealous of having to like, you know, having all everybody going to Netflix and watching Netflix or watching Hulu, and uh, so they're like, "Well, we're gonna have an AMC Plus streaming series service. Who cares? Like, you know, stars, right. like, all, you know, all these other things. It's like, you know, if you all would have just kept licensing your original content, you would be you're, you're, you'd make rolling more. in the yes. money. And like, you know yes. what? Netflix could like continue to raise prices if they really needed to, but they wouldn't because they would have billions of subscribers yes. globally. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. th- to me, this is a hit piece. This is in, someone who is obviously got something out. Um, but they're like, who cares if it's not the only place to see it? Everybody should want to see it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And here's the thing. I don't want to subscribe to everything. And I'm like, you know, as soon as Heels is done, I'm canceling stars again. You know? Yeah. Um But but at, at the end of the day, this guy does not like this is a total hit job on on David Zasloff. And it's like maybe Zasloff's next move will be sell Barbie to the highest bidder. It better fucking be. Yeah. For for the stock again. price and for for you know revenue. And here's the thing. Is he's making this uh, the controversy over the mass deletion of completed movies like Batgirl? Batgirl was unwatchable. It was unviewable. It was so bad that they decided we will lose less money if we just don't put it out. And uh, honestly, and that's what they should have done to the Flash. With the Flash, honestly, and probably Blue Beetle. And I haven't seen it yet, but after it hits Max in a couple weeks, I'm pretty sure I'll have the same opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, I, but, it, this again. It, it it's. I don't think he took time and objectively just thought about, even thought about, like, okay, what are they making yeah. from licensing these properties versus how much would this bring into their streaming service? Right, right. So, and again, it's not like they don't have a ton of other shit on their streaming service. Some of their shows that aren't necessarily you can't find anywhere else. Right. So. It's you not are like people are correct, sir. Look, people are not subscribing to Max solely for the DC content. No. Let's be honest. That's not even probably their fourth or fifth reason for subscribing. To I Max. still 100% stand by that Max is the best streaming service for content because it has so much. Yeah. And again, like going back to what I was saying earlier, they have really cleaned up their UI because that was the biggest problem for me when it was HBO Max. And oh, yeah. The HBO Max it, UI was, it, it, was the, it, it was the UI. That, that's why I, was, I didn't explained yeah. clearly a few minutes ago it was more of their ui issues and they've really cleaned that up i i 
I, it's very simple to navigate because again, if I don't care how much good stuff you have, if you can't navigate it, whether it be a website or a streaming service, I'm not going to waste my time, but yeah, yeah. they've done a good job of that. And so it's a really, it's a really nice platform. Yeah, I really yeah, like it. It's, and it's really know, nice. I, I've, like I like watching the HBO stuff. I like Warrior, and then the Discovery like, stuff. The Discovery stuff. And we're now. watching the uh, Undercover Billionaire show, which I'd never even heard of. Like, which is, I think, just completely fake. But I still enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like I like Prime too. I mean, Prime. Like I didn't realize yeah. the Bourne movies were on there. I know what my next little binge is gonna yeah. be. Like, right. not the last yeah. one. Not Jason Boring. That was that was a really bad oh movie, yeah. So, but anyway, all right. Let's move on. Um, Heels. So we're like, as usual, we're uh, a week behind on heels. Um, and I did yeah. not watch the new one yet. I have not either. Cause I didn't yeah. want to get, I didn't want to get confused. Um, like I did last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of did that too. Where I was like, wait, I was like, wait what's happening here? Who did what now? I don't um, know. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, this, this episode, uh, episode six appearances, um, so next week is the penultimate episode. Uh, Jack, Ace, and Stacy prepare for a potentially life-changing meeting. Willie and Wild Bill think back to an exciting time in the DWL's infancy when a young Tom Spade faced a similar opportunity. Um, I, I, I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of the Tom Spade flashbacks. Um, yeah. But I did like these because it was other actors playing um, Tom and Willie and, and, and Bill. Um, and the kid that played Wild Bill, the young Wild Bill, like, yeah. can we get a prequel with him? Like going through the WWE. That, that was yeah. Like, yeah. please. I would. Please? I would. I would be down for that. He yeah. was awesome. I'd be down. Yeah, so, he's really good. Um, I it, it confirmed that Willie is human garbage. With yes. what she did to Bill, um, yeah. but Carol, Tom's wife, is literally the worst person in the world. And so, before we get into it. Out of five, Carol is the worst per is is the world. Uh, what we, it's the worst person in the world. Yeah, that's to say worst. Let me fix that. Okay, out of five, Carol is the worst person in the world. What do you give this episode? I gave it a four. Oh, a solid episode. It, it, it like I said, it gave us like you said, it gave us an, some context for where we are now in the present, and yeah, that it. Really, it, it, and expands upon what happened mm-hmm. between Wild Bill and Tom. Yeah, and just it, it's some really good backstory it adds to the I, characters. I went a little higher than you with a four point one two, mainly because when Bill at the end there is shooting that like Christian movie, and mm-hmm. um, Tom tells him it, it, it looks like it should be a porn, and Bill says, "I wish it was a porn." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Chris Bauer, I really like Chris Bauer in this role. Um, yeah, but. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. I, I think, um, you know, it really, it really harkens to what Jack, even though Jack wasn't really in it, the episode a whole lot, uh, what Jack understands about his dad and how Jack is trying not to be Tom. Yeah. Like, Tom is self-destructive. Tom, Absolutely. Tom told Ted it. Turner to fuck off, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, now it's bad luck. Like, you know, the first time there was some big thing and the second time it was the OJ chase. Right. Right. Like, Tom, you got it. Like, the, you know, you, you just got to roll with that punch. Um, but at, at, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, let's like, he was just perfectly ready to to take Willie and screw Bill over and it's like you are not a good person. And um the scene at the end when they when they were meeting for chicken wings and Bill's like this is the best acting I've done. You and me sitting here over these beers and wings pretending we're still friends. And yeah. it's like damn. Like cuz he just used he used Bill as a yeah, as a bank. Like four hundred and sixty-seven thousand or something like that. Well, dollars plus another fifty. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And he's like, "Why don't I just give you my accountant's number?" You know. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that, was, was, that was heartbreaking. That was. That really was. So. And, but like the like, the extra layer we got to Bill there when he go when he thanked him for doing that because he's like, 
it forced me to look in at myself and gave me that drive. And I really thought you were going to be there to make sure I wasn't a clown. Yeah. That, right. I think that followed them with a conversation Tom had with Carol is what did it. Yeah. Um, yep. But then when Carol called Bill to tell him and she's like, you could have helped him all along. You could have shown up. You could have given him money. And like, what's Bill going to say? You know? Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing was the um, um, Adrian Chasen or no, not Adrian. What's the guy's name? Um, <laughs> sorry. I've been watching uh, Entourage. Um, uh, but no. Uh, yeah. Arrow. You're right. Uh, but like, you know, when, when he came down and, and everything like that was interesting. It's like, Ace, why are you dressed up? Yeah. Why 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 are like, you the condemned? Maybe it's, it's so like, Bush League. Yeah. So maybe it's method acting. I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. Like, yeah. But um Oliver Queen called. He wants to scream. Like, is Stephen Amell just obsessed with grease paint across the eyes? <laughs> so anyway. Uh overall I like this episode a lot. Um I, I have not been the biggest fan of some of the flashbacks that they've done this season. I think yeah, this was the myth. best yeah. use. Um yeah. So I, I can't believe this is a show that comes from Michael Waldron, um, who got fired off of um, Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. Or the Kang Conqueror, well, I mean, whatever the Kang Conqueror one that he was writing. Yeah. Whichever one he was writing, one of those two. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's good. Uh, I'm, I'm like, you know, we've got two more episodes left, so I'm excited. Hopefully this gets picked up for a season three. Um, this is very reminiscent of season two. Friday Night Lights though like a lot less football a lot less like you know of the like the on the field stuff a lot less in the ring Mm -hmm. stuff and more like character focused like the stuff with Diego last week I thought was really great um but yeah yeah when he yeah I did like that where it's like you know change Bill Wild Bill changed the name of the podcast Mm -hmm. yeah So. so cool cool all right um so let's move on then to Ahsoka. Um, so this is the fourth episode. Uh, I I was shocked. Stuff happened. Yeah. Story was but, moved I mean, forward. Um, I think really what, what drove this episode was the fact that Ray Stevenson had more than four lines. And mm-hmm. um, there was a gravitas on the screen that has been missing this entire season, other than the initial introduction of Balon Greyjoy and Shin Hattie. Yes. You said my word. I'm smiling over here. I know. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) So, uh, okay. So out of five, Anakin stop, we'll take him together. What do you give this? I give this a three and a half. Uh, Still has some issues and we'll go over that. And but there were some excellent moments in this, particularly again, Ray Stevenson. But yes, yes, we'll go more into that in a minute. I, I am not going to disagree that there are excellent moments in this show. I went as high as I possibly could with a 2.99, which is fair. That, I refuse to fair. give this show a three because it is a mess. The writing is, is just all over the place. <sighs> Ahsoka has literally learned nothing, and then. Why they do not have a stunt double doing all of her fights is beyond me. It is. It takes me out of it. It's like Ray Stevenson well, is doing this like mountain-esque like hack and slash like everything. And Ahsoka is supposed to be this like agile yeah. you know, cat, right? Yeah, and she she's be like Oprah none of that. Like when she yeah. went and like did the little like jump off of the pillar – and like she got Woody Harrelson level of 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 vert in in the original White Man Can't Jump. Like it was embarrassing. And why is she, yeah. why did she all of a sudden go to one lightsaber? Yeah, I yeah. Like and that I, is not I, I, her I said, yeah. I said watching it and when she was fighting Merrick or Maroc or however they pronounce his name. Oh, you mean the smoke monster from Lost? Uh 
This is Disney Star Wars to a T. Let's introduce a cool character and then make it a giant nothing burger. As you can tell, but that is one of the big issues I have with this. It's However, like he sipped would... the wrong, um, the wrong grail. Yeah, he chose poorly. You chose poorly, and that so was a stupid back... fight too. Yeah, yeah. Going back to that fight. I know we're all over the place here, but that's just how yeah, we just know, but deal go, with it. Yeah, just just work with us here. The Rosario Dawson, what did I text you? It's like she should be dead. Yes, and it's because in the choreography she is slow to turn around, mm -hmm. and you know it, you you see that in shows, and when a, when when somebody is doesn't hit their mark right, and then the other actor or stuntman has to wait, and it it, it takes the you know the, the realism away from it. It's the same thing with wrestling sometimes when guys are a little too slow or very mm -hmm. too way too slow. So There's this is where they're missing having Nick Gillard. Gilliard, how do you say it? Uh he was the fight coordinator for all of the prequel. Why didn't they not? Which is the best they... lightsaber fights. Yeah. Like the oh, best. Hands, hands down. And so. that's not even including the one they didn't include. Oh, like, the, the, there's more than one that they didn't include. Like there there's yeah. like yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, this is this like this is the problem, right? Like nobody's getting stuff cut off. It's like a lot of slices to the like the abdomen. Mm -hmm. Although I guess Charlie, like when they do this, like um, they should be like, oh well, somebody finally died from getting stabbed in the chest with a lightsaber when it comes to Maroc. Well, but was he even alive in the first place? So. I mean, he was just Dark Sister magic. I mean, just. So do you want to just quickly go over to what what we didn't like and then end it with what we actually did like? Yeah, sure. Because so I, I've had problems the whole time with the way Sabine and Ahsoka portrayed been portrayed, and there's just the inconsistency in the writing, like just the weirdness of Ahsoka supposed to be this Jedi and she can't sense danger when these what are they the 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 mercenaries are outside the droid things, uh, yeah. No, before before oh, the yeah, like, oh, yeah, the mercenaries those were the too, yeah. yeah. You're right. And it's it's again, it's like um writing of convenience, meaning when you write for convenience, it's to justify something you want done mm -hmm. instead of organically having something happen. And that's what a lot I, I I see this this is what we're finding out where if you look at the MCU movies and TV shows, it's very very much writing for convenience. The stuff doesn't make sense, mm -mm. but because it helps move their story along or the event they want to happen, they're not good enough to write it in the way they want it to happen without just completely making no sense. Right. And there's a lot of there's been a lot of that in, in Ahsoka. And Ahsoka is not the only show that does this. Like I said, pretty much every Disney show has had this issue where it doesn't make sense. Like what? has been built in the past doesn't make sense for how they're using it now. So to your point with that, right? Like look at Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. She's three different characters mm -hmm. in three different movies, even though it's the same yes. name, right? This yeah. is not the same Ahsoka that was in the Mandalorian. It is not. It is and that's not the problem, right? This is not yeah. the same Ahsoka that was, there is no joy to her. There is no, like even, even with everything that's happened to her, right? She is, you know, she's hateful. Yeah. And, just... I mean, she's really hateful. And, and, and that's what I don't understand. And then like, she learns nothing. She keeps making the same mistakes. And even when, yeah. uh, um, Hu Yang is like, you are always better together. What do they do? They, they split up they immediately, right immediately. And you know they have. There's a line in the in the episode where you know Sabine is, she wants to get that you know the map to mm -hmm. you know obviously find Ezra and uh, Ahsoka says you know we might have to destroy it and and the they she tries to pull out this line that's supposed to be wise mm -hmm. where it says she says sometimes you have to do the right thing no matter how you feel and it just comes off as just the way she comes there there is absolutely no emotional inflection in it. There is no ability for her to empathize with Sabine in any way. And and that's the thing. If you don't have to be overly emotional, but 
the way she's almost taken all any type of like you said the joy and any emotion out of Ahsoka is really frustrating. Especially like you said, you look at her in the Mandalorian episodes. Right. She had an air of like an air of light around her almost, and yeah. it kind of reminds me of when it, we mentioned you know talk about Captain Marvel. Right, Captain Marvel was the best when she was in the hands in the short amount of time when she was in the hands of the Russo brothers. Black Panther, mm-hmm. he was ha- at his best when the Russo brothers were behind, you know, right. in Civil War. And yeah, th- it, this is just not the same Ahsoka as we saw in Mandalorian. I just, I it's, see it's all these, not. I see all these comments like, oh, Star Wars is saved, Felonia is saved, Anakin is back. Anakin's not back. We don't know who this is. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a cool scene. Here's the thing, though. I would have taken all of that de-aging stuff off and done present day Hayden in the I, I don't like with the longer it. hair in that in that Jedi robe that he wore during the Clone Wars like that. I would have done that because then it would have made like it would have been a lot of questions like is this an Anakin that survived? Is this an Anakin that never turned? Like that's how you do a fucking cliffhanger, guys. Not like yes. oh well here we're gonna throw some nostalgia at you because everything else in this yeah. is fucking mid. Um, yeah, you know, and that's the thing they. <laughs> They have a good idea, but they morph it in a way right. where it just doesn't have the same effect. The eye of science should have the when it goes to hyperspace and does not just mm-hmm. just just not totally like yeet the ghost into into dust, right? And that's the other thing. Like, yeah, it, you made such a big fucking deal about the the holdo maneuver, the holdo which is maneuver. which is a one in it's a one in a million uh, thing. It'll never work again. Really. Like the, when the Hera, when Hera th- flew uh, the ghost through a hangar bay door and hit light speed inside the hangar, it blew up the hangar. The same thing happened when Han Solo did it in The Force Awakens. Like it's yeah. like okay, the Beskar plot armor has to thin out a little bit. Like there has to be stakes here, and and if we know that none of the none of the 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 Force's female characters are gonna die, like great. And then everyone's talking about Jason Sindula being a Jedi. It's like he said he wants to be a Jedi. We don't know that he's force yeah. sensitive. He just did the three PO yeah. line. Right now he's just an annoying little droid kid. Yeah. And right? again, like going back to inconsistency. Why in the hell is Shin Hattie running from like doing a Batman bomb, smoke bomb, and then running? From because she the, knows that she beam. she and her master work better together. So. Again, th- I do want to get to what we actually like, yes. but because there, this is again hands down for me. This is the best episode of the four. I'm not. I'm still a hundred percent agree believe, with that. A hundred percent agree that this I, is the best. I still episode don't know what we're gonna get the next four episodes. I hope it's more like this than like the first three. But I don't trust. I don't care what people say. I don't trust Filoni because of what I just don't. Well, you the less dialogue, me. the better the episodes are. And again, if they have more of, and this is the, he is hands down the best part of the show. Ray Stevenson, RIP, as Balin Skull. He is far and away, he is the most interesting character. Like they should have called this show show Balon Greyjoy. (laughs) Dude, I I don't know how many times I've almost called him Balon Greyjoy. I do it just constantly, so now, I mean, I know it's Balon Skull, but... Yeah. You know, it, it's but like the 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 conversation, like you know, I, I just said there should be less con- uh, dialogue. But the conversation, he's like, uh, I knew Anakin well. He spoke highly of you. You know, all the yeah. all in the order knew him. Few got to see what he turned into. You're you know, you're a whatever of, of death and destruction. Like that is your legacy. You and your master. That was fucking great. And like it's because it's delivered by, by a guy who's a fucking amazing actor who can be anything he was in that god-awful punisher warzone movie and he was the best freaking part of it what i i just told somebody that yesterday uh, well i told somebody that yesterday where it was like yeah the movie was awful but he was great go watch rome with him and kevin mckid great i still need to watch that great i I haven't finished it but it was great what i saw um the uh the king arthur movie with clive owen he's awesome in that you know yeah no i'm a i'm a ray stevenson stan you know, oh, absolutely. I love um, him. Like, he but was his great in Dexter. Look, yes, yes, yes. Um, but his look, what would have been great if it turned out he was a world with uh, 
uh, a world with world between worlds version of Vader. That would be interesting. That would be cool, and especially because her getting into the world between worlds. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just whatever you know. The Force chose to save her, but. It also then throws out the, well, everyone can use the force. It just takes how much you want it. Well, she was about to die in the, the cosmic force. It's like, yeah, no, you, we already saved you once. You've got something else that we need for you to do. So guess what? We're saving your lazy ass again from getting beat by another, you know, Jedi. Um, yeah. But Balin is and not bad. That is what we've learned. That's, that's, this is what's so fascinating by him, uh, about this character is, he, 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 again, he is not like your, your normal Sith and he is not like your, he's like in that great in the middle and some of the, like the conversation he has between Sabine, he has with Sabine, where after he, he you know, he eats, uh, Ahsoka off the cliff, mm-hmm. he could take that from her. Yeah. He absolutely could have taken that from her without breaking a sweat. Right. But what does he do? He talks to her. Yeah. And he tells her, look, if you give this to me willingly, I will reunite you with with your friend, Ezra, and no harm will come to you. Yeah. And he proves that mm-hmm. when Chin, you know, starts force choking her, which that's the other thing. Why didn't she do that? But yeah, anyway, just do that. Yeah. And he tells her, stop. I gave her my word. Yeah. And that is always the fascinating bad the, and she the listened. antagonist for me. She yes. listened. That's the important thing yeah. is she actually listened. Um, right. I don't know. I, I am terrified of the October 3rd finale because Rick Fayuma, uh, Famuya, oh. is directing yeah. it. Like, I am just not – I'm not a fan of what he has done with, with this stuff. And who knows? But, um, but yeah, I here's – like – I don't know. Like, I liked the Anakin thing. I just wish they would have been more creative with it instead of the right fallback. Yeah, um, I, I I get t- I get tired of them using that the de aging stuff. Okay, like, I'm gonna, especially in the scene where they didn't need to. I'm gonna derail this conversation. A news thing just popped up. Cowboys what? quarterback Dak Prescott gets roasted after it's revealed that he got sedated to get a tattoo. Yep, that's right. Really? Okay, let's get back to... Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. I like Morgan. Morgan is one of my favorite characters in the show. Like, because she I is think, diabolical. Yeah, I think she's fine. I, I don't, you know, I don't like her or dislike her. Again, She has a focus, goal. She's a minion. She's doing what she's supposed yeah. to do. And yeah, just like right. Sabine did not listen to Ahsoka, and just like Ahsoka did not listen to Huyang, like... This is the difference. This is this is this is what I hate about the sequel stuff, right? Nobody mm-hmm. in the New Republic listens. Oh God, no! Right? Absolutely not. This is why. This is why there's a first order. This is why Thrawn is the heir to the Empire. You know, because they listen, they plan, they do things. Like you know, sure, there's little bitches like Hux in there who's who's like, oh, I'm not getting my way, so I'm gonna tell. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, when Kylo Ren said something, you know, I mean, obviously they jumped because they were afraid of getting slashed by a lightsaber, but they jumped. So yeah, but anyway, yeah, I the, the, like you you've said that multiple times, like with this show and other, like this is why the New Republic failed. This mm-hmm. is they deserve to fail. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, any last words? I just really, really hope this isn't the like this isn't the peak Ahsoka. And it's downhill from here. I just, re- I really hope they can. I still think this keep show at least is mid. some of. I think it's. Mid. Oh, it, it absolutely. So. You're, that's not a. That's not a. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just hoping because I enjoyed this one so much more than the other ones that it builds upon this and it gets better instead of going back to what episodes one, two, and three were. Yeah, that's my fear of what's going to happen. Yep, honestly. Yep, yep. All right. This is just. I think this is more an outlier than anything. But yeah. Cool. I hope I'm wrong. Let's move on. MCU TV. All right. Um, so Disney, Marvel, whatever you want to call it, has reshuffled their Disney Plus schedule again. Uh, Ironheart and Devil, Daredevil Born Again are both uh, – oh, sorry, and Wonder Man are 
uh, placed on indefinite hiatus. Honestly, if that Daredevil Born Again never sees the light of day, I think it'll probably be the best thing for them. 100% agree. Um, so Loki is coming out. Um, I think it's this month. October. Like October month. 6th. Oh, October. Okay. Um, so right now, What If is set for it to come out around Christmas. Um, but it's still like listed as in production. Echo, it says it's moved. So it's saying it's moved to January 2024, but it it's just says early 2024 and the other reports. Uh, Agatha, it's now called the Darkhold Diaries, is now late 2024, and that's in post-production. And then Ironheart is in post-production, but it's got nothing. Um, like, no, like, just completely on hold. And then um, Daredevil Born Again is on filming hiatus because they're doing 18 episodes. Why? Why? Unless they're a half hour long, like, which means if it's Disney, they're going to be 12 minute episodes um, of actual stuff. But yeah, it's what you, just what you, you said. You said it last week or, or the week before. Like you said it recently. Disney, they do. They just do not know how to do TV. Mm. No, Chris Gore said that. I, I just, oh, it's Chris Gore. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. But no, okay. Chris Gore. I'm not taking credit for that. Like Chris Gore said that. Okay. Um, you know, Disney does not know how to do TV. They do not know how to do cliffhangers. They do not know how to get people to come back. Um, like with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I thought was a very good show, and it got better as it went. Um, you did, yeah. It uh, it was done by TV people. It was done by Jeff Loeb. It was done by a TV branch of Marvel. And then when they got rid of that and brought everything under the one banner... Um, Oh, and then Echo. Oh, we talked about Echo. But yeah, like, who wants to watch Echo? Not I, said the cat. Like, it, I have no, I have zero interest in even tuning in for five minutes. Yeah. None. None. So, at all. But, I mean, there's like, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff, too. Like, you know, that, that you know, they're they're just not going to make, I guess. Like, they're, it's just like the, the whole, like, uh, Vision Quest thing and... You know, like the stuff of vision. But here's the thing: Did you watch Wakanda Forever? Yes. Is Riri Williams worth a show? Absolutely not. Okay. So the State of the Union for the MCU TV, based on what we've gotten recently, is just kill it and let it die. Yeah. It like absolutely. Yeah, it's like I get, I get. You want to have this? Do cartoons? Do really good cartoons? Like, what if was fun? The first what if was for the most part was really fun. Yeah. Um, Do those? I'm fine with that. But at at the end of the day, like, quit. Like they they should not have. If if they weren't going to continue the Netflix Daredevil story, they should not have used Charlie Cox. No. Just completely start over if you're going to do that because, yeah. again, it's not going to tarnish it for me. But there, a lot of people will look at will, will tarnish. Well, it just, just means he's a whole character. He's just a whore. Yeah. He's just he didn't yeah. he did, he will he talked a good game about caring about the character and everything, but he didn't. Oh, yeah. uh, X Men '97 has also been been moved back to yeah, um, TBD, but that's yeah. that guy's a fucking moron. He's like, oh, I'm putting it uh, in the '90s with the lens of today. It's like, why? Why, why, why? Okay. Because they're boring. They're narcissistic. Why give you shows can't... to people who hate the material? Yes. I'm not saying you have to be a fan of it, but just don't hate <laughs> it. Like James Gunn hates Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. He hated Michael Keaton as Batman. Batman Returns mm-hmm. is probably one of the best Batman. It's probably the best Batman movie um, because of Michael Keaton. And Danny DeVito, yeah, and Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. But it's, I mean, you, um, you go with same thing with with The Witcher, yeah. Like that's another example. Like right. the writers actively hated the laughed at the source material, yeah. Why the hell are these people in charge of writing, putting something to pay, like putting this right. on screen? If you don't like, it, if you don't, well, and they also it, hated, you don't uni- love it. They also hated Universal Treasure Henry Cavill, yes. So because that's bigger he, than Galactic, by the way. He's yes. So anyway. Um, multiversal multiversal treasure there you go but like agatha like we 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 got agatha's story in in 
Yeah, and, and, you got uh, that. Wanda, Wanda. You don't need anything else. You yeah. honestly, and again, I, I like Catherine Hahn as Agatha. I do too. If you, uh, if you have not you seen the movie Bad Words with her and Jason Bateman, go watch it. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. But yeah. It, so it, it's that's I, I like the character Agatha and but it's again it's why do we re- do we really need this are we w- what are we going to do with this right and that's the thing I think what they did especially with the characters of Agatha because she was very popular when uh, when WandaVision was out right. they're like oh we need to capitalize on this well because they came up with that catchy as fuck theme tune yeah. for her it yeah. was Agatha all along all <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, like Riwi, like why are you making a show on a, on a like a a C list antagonist Whoa. in Hawkeye movie? Yeah, yeah, a C list. Like, Come on, that's show. way too high in the alphabet. Like yeah, you got to be around like way, Q, way too high. Maybe yeah. S, a yeah. U list. It, you know, it it but. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. So. It, and it's. So I, I think the State of the Union is is it needs to go on it needs to go on an indefinite hiatus all around right yes. the the it, movies need to not they need to they just need to stop you know um, they oversaturated the market they oversaturated the market with stuff that was bad I mean you know Virtue Signal and the Neutered Soldier was the most disappointing God. thing because I love yes. Anthony Mackie and I love Sebastian Stan yes. like Anthony Best Mackie and Twisted Metal is great. I still haven't. I haven't finished. I, I've only watched the first episode. He's so, so far. good. Um, but that that show, Carl Lumley was hands down to me the best part of that show mm-hmm. as Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, yeah. So everything else, but like again, it's it, this is just the pattern that they have. Mm-hmm. You look at all their shows. They're they're every show, even as I love Wandavision, and that is absolutely absolutely one thousand percent the outlier. Right. Wandavision still had some issues, but again, it was overall I thought it was a solid show, fun show, brought some good stuff in, tripped up here and there. Yeah. Far and away the best, most consistent of the MCU shows. Yeah. It's, I don't I don't think that's even debatable. Yeah. Like when you look at all the other crap that we've gotten, mm-hmm. and I I just like you said indefinite hiatus. Understand, like, actually look at what you've done and look at what you've screwed up, and understand that people don't want this shit that you're spewing. This modern day lens BS. Give us, just give us good characters. Give us good, compelling stories. Right. That's all we're asking for. Right. But I don't know if they can do. I, I don't. I honestly don't believe they will ever get back to that. They and can't. They're they gonna can't pay for do it. it with the writers that they have. They just, have every, the, or the crew. I'm gonna. I'm and again, I'm not a fan of, you know, of calling for people's jobs or anything like that. I will say this though: if you're not doing your job, if you're not doing the job you were given, I have no sympathy if you get fired. Right. It's the people that are doing a good good job that get fired, that I that I have empathy for. Right. It's but the people that are failing, you should not be rewarded because you fail right you should never be rewarded for failure like and again when you're when you're when you're shit at your job and it shows because of the ratings because of the box office because of of anything else you want to put into there if you're not doing your job you don't deserve that job right yeah no I, i i i can't agree with you more so anyway all right on that note, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think there is. Uh, other than we, knew, as we knew all along, we couldn't trust Rotten Tomatoes. But oh yeah, we'll get it. We're going to get to that next week because <laughs> I, I wanted to. I, there's something I wanted to dig into, but um, but yeah, that'll uh, be fun. Yeah, and my voice held out for an hour. Yeah. So anyway, at least you didn't need a freaking cat. Hey, I know. At least you didn't need, you know, get sedated for it. Mm. Oh, my God. So, you know, I mean, anyway, I'm going to make a really bad joke when we get off the air. So, all right. <laughs> On that note, you don't get to hear the horrible thing I'm about to say about da- Dak Prescott and um, his bits. Uh, but we will talk to you all next week. Have a great one. See you later. Bye. See ya. 
The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.